0: Hi everyone, I'm Shira and I'm a compulsive eater, and I am so grateful to be on this meeting. Um, I come from OA in New York City, but I am currently in Connecticut. I've lived in San Francisco before, I've lived in Portland, Oregon, and have done OA there before. Um, I am so grateful that this is a program that exists everywhere, and now it really, really exists everywhere. Um, and just to qualify, November 20th, by the grace of my higher power, will be 12 years in this program. Um, my last relapse was in 2015. Um, so it has not been a linear path for me at all. And I am really grateful that it hasn't been a linear path. I um, And it took me, I, w- I would not have said that, like, even the year after my last relapse. Like, I was not grateful for it at the time. Um, but what relapse has really given me and what it give and what it did give me at the time of all of my relapses was just like a series of surrender. And I think that's just what I want to focus on in my qualification today. I am someone who kind of had to be shoved through the first step. Like I was not ready to I was really ready to admit that I was powerless, but I wasn't really ready to admit that my life was unmanageable, and I wasn't really ready to feel that powerlessness. Um, And I did take some notes just because I have just found that when I'm on, like, Zoom meetings, I sometimes get, like, very sidetracked, and I just want to really keep to the message of this program. Um, But I'm just really grateful that these You know, it's been 12 years of a program that I have not, that every single day I do imperfectly. It has been 12, it's or almost 12 years of a program where I am constantly reminded of the reasons why I'm in it in the first place. And that's really what my relapses have been. They've been like a reminder that I am a compulsive eater, like, and that, that is what I go to when I don't know how to handle something. And that's, and that's okay. Like, that's why I have this program. I'm not like there is absolutely no one. And if you are in relapse or struggling, like there is absolutely in my experience, no one in this program that is really working in this program that expects anyone else to do this perfectly. Um, Because that does not like, at least in my experience, that does not exist. Like in my experience, I have to do things in this program, the opposite of how I did things in my disease. Um, And... I think I will just, you know, San Francisco OA has a very special place in my heart, so I'm, like, really glad that I'm here today, um, but I, um, I think I'll just, I'll stick to, like, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Um, I came into, so I came into OA in, um, 2008, I think, um, and I, um, was like struck abstinent when I first came in I was just like I could not prior to coming to OA I was like I'm a big like the way I binge like I'm a very violent bender binger for me like restriction is the foreplay for the binge like I would restrict spend my entire life trying like every single day trying to get back on one diet um, and then, by the evening, I was binging, and then it was by the afternoon I was binging and then it was I was binging during the day and then I was binging at seven am in the morning like it is a progressive disease um to the point where I was very physically uncomfortable from it um and just like and I mean to the point where like I was on the couch curled up knees into my chest, unable to move because I ate so much and crying like i'm also like i come from you know until later until one of my relapses like i come from you know attempting bulimia shoving my finger down my throat being unable to throw up um and that is an attempted anorexia like you know not eating until really late at night and then bingeing and that is um like that is where I come from um and I came into the rooms and I found a sponsor the first during my first meeting um and I like made my sponsor my higher power without even knowing it I was on my first step and my sponsor relapsed um and then within a month I relapsed and that was my first year in program was kind of me and experiencing the joy and relief that was my life not being controlled by food um like really the joy and relief of my life not being dominated by trying by every waking moment trying to get back on one diet i developed interests i like became a full human being and um but i didn't realize that i had made a person my higher power um so when she relapsed i relapsed and that was just because like i was in the middle of my step one, but I didn't have my step two yet. So I didn't have a higher power of my own. And I think that's something that I'm really recognizing for myself lately and, and with pharmacies and just you know, working this program is that step one is such a leap because without that higher power, like right there, step one is like a leap into the unknown. And the unknown is filled, like I'm someone who definitely identifies as someone who has like a God-sized hole. Like I ate to fill a God-sized hole. Um, And step one is kind of jumping into the hole without like knowing what's going to catch you. And what catches you is steps two and three. Like it is like there is, there is relief in having a higher power and it is really, really, really hard to identify that higher power without knowing that you need one. So without knowing that you're powerless over food and- Um, and that my life is unmanageable. So like all of that just, um, and that kind of just led me into that first relapse where I was in the rooms, I was hearing what was going on. I was playing musical sponsors. I was like, just trying to find someone to fix me. Um, and it, that's like not how this program works for me. Like I could not find someone to fix me. Like I had to really like work. I had to work, like I had to work the steps. And for me that came in, like when I start working the steps, the steps start working me. Um, and every single time I've gotten out of a relapse, every single time that I've had like four or five relapses, um, it has come from picking up the step work again without a doubt, every single time I've gotten into relapse, it has come from stalling the step work. Um, and I, um, was like, I picked up the big book. Um, I was still binging and I ended up at a meeting after binging, um, in New York city. It's this, like at this, you know, I'm like a Jewish girl from New York. I ended up in a lot of church basements during like this recovery. And I, um, ended up sobbing at a meeting and just like basically screaming into the meeting. Like I can't stop eating. Um, and I was, and that, that was like the most authentic step one I've ever done. Um, and then from there, like I was, I got abstinent again through picking up the step work through taking suggestions. One of the suggestions was to call three people a day and ask them how they got abstinent. And that was like really helpful for me. Um, and then I had like five or four really, um, incredible, um, years of abstinence. And I, um, fell in love during that time with, um, a guy who was not great. And I, and, and I didn't know how to deal with like, you know I was trying to deal with heartbreak like I didn't know how to deal with it like I was trying to lean into my higher power for that and it worked um it worked until I felt like I wasn't taken care of by my higher power anymore and that wasn't true I was being taken care of that entire time um but I ended up spending I got an internship um during that time at a publishing company in San Francisco um during that time I was um, I went through like a pretty significant trauma this summer that I was there. Um, and trauma is just like a big part of my relapse story. And I just want to be honest about that in case that's something that other people are going through. Um, I'll try to speed up. But when I was in San Francisco, I was, um, I was mugged at gunpoint and I ended up just, I was going to meetings in the Castro, um, really, um, regularly and it saved my life. Um, and I I think I'll just like share about this. I wasn't expecting to share about this, but this program works in like unbelievable ways. Like because I was working program, I need meetings for me. I need meetings to remind me of my disease wants me to forget that I have a higher power. My disease wants me to forget that I have people who love and care about me. My disease wants me to forget that I have tools to handle really challenging things in life. And all of those things are, like, my reality. Like, I have tools to handle really challenging things in life. I have an I have a higher power of my own understanding. And for me, that's, like, a big sister that's got the stuff that I can't handle. That's my definition of a higher power. And that and what I've had to add in lately is, like, basic goodness. Like, I need my higher power to be basic goodness in the world. That, like, reminds me to have faith in humanity. And i i so i have a higher power that cares about me i have people who love me i have um and i have tools to handle really challenging things like i that is so true for me that is my reality and my disease wants me to live in a fiction where none of those things exist for me and i um ended up getting like i was on my way to a meeting i was on a bus um i was on uni and i was um like re-traumatized by something that had happened. And I ended up in a meeting and I like don't even know what happened, but this was like one of the most incredible things that, have, that has ever happened to me in my recovery. I was like in a panic attack. I was like shaking and crying at the meeting. I, at the time did not think that I had, like I was like, I was like, I am destined for the food right now. Um, I was like, I'm about to just binge my brains out. And I showed up at a meeting instead and I shared honestly about it. Um, and a, um, a fellow, I don't even remember who, like, I don't know the name of this fellow. Like, I don't know anything that happened, but she came up to me after the meeting and she was like, and I shared and she came up to me afterwards and she was like, you know, something really similar happened to me. Um, do you have a plan for dinner tonight? And my plan was to go home and bench. Um, And she and I went to a place where I could get food. She shared her experience, strength, and hope. And that was, I think, just like, you know, I feel like I share about this a lot in the pandemic, but like, i you know the opposite of like and this person was like an angel in my recovery like i think about this a lot like this is the generosity of this program It's just people who you do who i do not know like coming up to me and being like do you have a plan for dinner tonight because this is really hard and like and they she knew i was gonna binge like this is like this isn't it's not like rocket science and it's like the opposite like I I hear a lot that the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety it's connection and like that that moment of just like feeling connected is so true for me and if anyone is like in you know I think for relapse that's also really true for me like I needed for me to get out of my relapses I needed to like shift the focus away from trying to get abstinent like I could not will myself into abstinence I still cannot will myself into abstinence like my experience in this program is that things lift as I work the steps and it is and they lift and I'm baffled by it like I'm literally baffled by it I don't understand it because I still there's like the disease part of me still thinks that only a diet will work and like that has never been my experience in this program I had to put down the dieting in order to stop relapsing like it was just that was what I had to do and um and for me like you know that's not like that abstinence piece is amazing but it is not my recovery like my recovery is connection like my recovery is being able to connect with other fellows and like and and experience the fullness of life in that way um and i think that just what i like my i just you know i don't think i would have been able to do that if i weren't gentle and i think that i i work a very gentle program today like i work a very um gentle program and that doesn't mean it's not rigorous and I think that like I need to just like get clear on that for myself as well like I work a gentle program and I really notice if I've gone a week without going to a meeting um and then the gentleness is just being like okay what can I shift moving forward and just coming from a place of gentleness and love so I hope I said something that resonated I feel like I was all over but thank you